Welcome to Star Wars in 10. Now hit the intro. <laughs> What's going on, Far, Far Away family? How's everyone doing today? I hope everything is going well on your side of the galaxy. Nothing really new out here on the outer rim. But today we're going to get right to the story. Honestly, I'm not feeling too good today. There are some things going on with me that I will get into a little bit later in the season when I have more information and details to share. But for now, I think we should get to the story. So let's get to it. In heavily accented galactic basic, one set was close enough to rest an elbow on the bar. You not drink. Go away. Set reached out and casually dropped a pair of the hundred credit chips on the counter. The Rodian tried to act nonchalant, but Set could sense that he was suddenly holding his breath. I was hoping we could have a little chat, Set told him, getting right to the point. Alone. In a flash, the chips disappeared and Quano was standing on top of the bar. Cantina closed! He shouted at the top of his lungs. Time to go! Back to work! Everybody out! Most of the crowd rose grudgingly from their seats, muttering darkly as they shuffled to the door. One stubborn soul stayed sitting, doing his best to keep his wobbly chair from being knocked over by the other patrons heading for the exit. The bartender clapped his hands together twice, and the bouncers by the door quickly moved in. They grabbed the man, each one seizing an arm, and yanked him from the chair. Too drunk to even struggle, the customer hung like dead weight between the two hulking brutes, his feet dragging limply on the floor as they forcibly ushered him out. Upon reaching the exit, the bouncers rocked their human cargo back and forth several times in a surprising display of coordinated effort, building momentum before hurling him through the doorway and onto the hard ground outside. It would have been a lie for Set to say he wasn't impressed by the distance they achieved. With the last customer gone, one of the bouncers slammed the door and latched it shut. Then they both turned to face Set, grinning, as they resumed leaning against the wall on either side of the room's only exit. Set couldn't help but admire the Rodian's utter and complete lack of subtlety. Most proprietors would have invited Set into a back room to chat, rather than shutting down their entire establishment for only 200 credits. Judging by the general decor, however, the establishment was barely profitable. Not that Set really cared. He wasn't trying to keep a low profile. He was used to leaving memorable stories in his wake. If anyone ever came to investigate, he would be long gone. So what did it matter if he had another tale to add to his legend? Over time, the details would inevitably become exaggerated. And one day, people would marvel at how Set had been so wealthy that he had paid thousands of credits to shut down an entire cantina just so he could speak to the owner. Nobody bother us now, Quano said from behind him, hopping back down onto the floor. You want drink? I'm a collector, interested in rare artifacts, Set replied, ignoring the question and cutting right to the chase. He wanted to spend as little time here as possible. Rings, amulets, that kind of thing? Quano shrugged. Why you tell Quano? Word around the camp is you sometimes have these kinds of items for sale. The cupped antennae on the bartender's head twitched ever so slightly. Maybe, he whispered, leaning forward so Set could hear him. Mine are fine things. Him wants to sell it off-world. 
Maybe Quan will help him. Then this is your lucky day. Set replied, somehow managing to flash a dazzling smile despite the pungent aroma of alien pheromones wafting off the Rodian. Like I said, I'm a collector. A wealthy collector. Quano cast a quick glance around the empty room, almost as if he expected someone to be listening in on their conversation. Set recognized it as a nervous reflex, developed after years of making shady deals in public places. What you interested in? I think you know what I'm looking for. The same thing as the last collector who came here. The Syrian. Him not collector. Him Jedi. You Jedi too? Set sighed. This was going to drive the price up. Never did understand the value of keeping a low profile, did you, Med? Do I look like a Jedi? The Rodian tilted his head from one side to the other before answering, No. Look more like Bounty Hunter. Does it really matter? I want to buy what you're selling. And I've got plenty of credits. If you've got the merchandise. Stuff not here. Quano just middle being. Mina have it. Can you take me to whoever has it? Quano shook his head. Mina change his mind. Not for sale no more. Everyone has a price. I'm a wealthy man. If you take me to him, I'm sure we can come to some agreement. Another shake of the head. Last time, Quano takes someone to meet miners. Everyone end up dead. Too risky. I'm willing to take that chance. The Rodian snorted. Quano not care about risk for you. Miners say if Quano show up again, they kill him. They don't have to know you were involved, Set promised. Just show me where to find them. I'll make it worth your while. To emphasize his point, he produced his small drawstring purse, reached in, and pulled out an entire handful of high-value chips. He held them up for Quano to look at before letting them spill through his fingers back into the satchel. The Rodian's tongue poked out and swirled around his snout his reluctance to take Set to the miners doing battle with his greed. You pay one, no, two thousand, yes? Seven hundred. Or I go find someone else who can help me. Okay, deal, the bartender blurted out, unwilling to barter for fear he might let a small fortune slip through his fingers. To seal the deal, he extended his hand. Gritting his teeth, Set returned the gesture. He clasped the other's palm for one quick shake, then pulled back, mildly repulsed by the feel of the Rodian's scaly skin against his own. You have drink to celebrate, Quano declared. On the house. Pass, Set replied. You got credits with you, right? The bartender wanted to know. You pay now, right? Set nodded. I'll pay you as soon as we go. We go now. Quano just grabbed something first. As the Rodian ducked back behind the bar, Set realized there was something off about his voice, too eager. So it's going to be like that, is it? Slipping his hand into his vest, the Dark Jedi whipped out his lightsaber. He ignited it as Quana popped back up into view, just in time to deflect the bolt from the blaster pistol that was now pointing at him. The Rodian let out a shriek of surprise and disappeared back behind the cover of the bar. He'd dealt with Quano's type before. 
Set would have been perfectly content to honor the terms of their agreement, but the Rodian had obviously come up with a different plan. Why risk your life and take someone to a hidden base for 700 credits when you can murder him in cold blood and take all his money instead? Set respected the sentiment. After all, he lived by similar self-serving principles. But the bartender had made an unforgivable error by trying to use those principles against a dark Jedi. Okay, this part had a little bit more action. Not much, but a little bit more. The Rodian tells Set that he won't serve him. Set throws a couple hundred dollar chips on the bar and says he's just looking for some information. This spawns the Rodian to jump up on the bar and kick everyone out of the cantina. Then they start to negotiate. Set tells the Rodian to take him to the miners with the talisman, and he has the credits to pay him. But the Rodian says that he took the Jedi and everyone got killed. So if the miners see him again, they will kill him. This is when Set tells him, all you have to do is point me in the right direction. Then Set pulls out a pouch full of credits, showing the Rodian that he had money. This is when the Rodian agrees, but asks for 2,000 credits. Set says 700 to take him to the miners, the ones that have the talisman. The Rodian agrees to the deal, but instead of honoring the agreement, he grabs a blaster from behind the bar and takes a shot at Set. But Set had already pulled out his lightsaber, then he used it to block the blaster bolt. And that's where this part came to an end. You will have to tune in tomorrow if you want to find out what happens next. We hope to see you there. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Intent. Tune in next time for more Star Wars adventures. If you would like to listen to other episodes of the show, you can follow us on all major podcast directories. If you enjoyed the show, we would really appreciate a five-star review. Once again, thank you for listening, and may the Force be with you. Star Wars in 10 was created by Kenai Shed and is distributed by Swaycast Network. This show was produced by Pigfield Media, sound designed by Theodore Thompson, researched by Leslie Schneider. I am your host, Kyle, and we will see you next time in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs>